Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Uh, Matt's letter continues. Um, It's just a week of Matt this week. week um <laughs> it just it keeps going on uh he, t- he says he loved the beautiful scene towards the end where the friends of the doctor support group where you got joe grant mel oh ian chesterton there have been so many rumored cameos for ian over the years coming so close to the 50th when we saw he was on the board of governors for coal hill school but to finally see him on screen again was a dream come true uh and the fact he's popped up again 57 years after he was last seen as ian has led to him being put forward for a Guinness World Record for the longest gap between two appearances as the same character, um, beating Philip Lowry, who played Dennis Tanner in Coronation Street by something like 14 years. By the way, Dennis Tanner married Rita, um, who was Sullivan at the time, and she was called Rita Sullivan because her previous husband uh, was played by the same actor who plays Anne. Uh, How, like what a what a small world the British television industry is. Um, my little heart shook to see him again, as well, of course, as the others, and an empty chair left by a previous attendee to the meeting. Sadly, no longer with the fictional or real world Sarah Jane Smith. Did I cry at this scene? You bet I did. And a group of ex-companions of the Doctor all getting together to discuss their adventures and fight on. Russell T. Davis, here is your next spin-off. I mean, I would love it if it was just like um, in treatment with Gabriel Byrne. Uh, <laughs> They just come to the group every week. Or maybe it's just like, you know, only two of them turn up and they're just standing over at the coffee machine uh, having a chat about things. Like, it's a really cheap show. They just tell stories. Uh, You know, there's a bunch of really good actors. They could just stand there having a chat. Um, 
at group therapy every week. And maybe, you know, you get in younger actors to play them uh, when they're younger uh, in their flashbacks when they go, oh, do you remember when this happened? And then it's just like a flashback <laughs> or an animated flashback. Anyway, I'm losing my mind here. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, uh, Matt goes on, if it's nostalgia you want, uh, it comes in two forms. The negative being the amount of stuff Chibnall has managed to pinch from elsewhere in recent Who history. I've already gone through a few, but there's also the sign on the TARDIS door being turned into ha 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 laughter, turn left. Um, the master cannibalizing a TARDIS into a paradox machine, last of the Time Lords, Daleks drilling into the Earth's core, the Dalek invasion of Earth, and even Ace falling into a TARDIS with open doors, time of the angels. Um, I know it's a celebration of all that's past, but Chibnall's got a bit of history with nicking the best bits of Who past and representing them to us. The good nostalgia, however, probably hits best with the fans and not so much with the casual viewer. The master talking of how he loves to dress for the occasion, uh, or even trying to title his latest plan as the master's Dalek plan, a laugh out loud moments. The Doctor Master's clothing decision, however, is something you can imagine every fan out there, fan out there rushing off to cobble together from existing cosplay outfits, and you just know you're going to see them at the very next possible Comic-Con, wherever that may be. It's this nostalgia that really carried the episode for me and left me with warm, a warm, fuzzy feeling at the end, and that's before we even come to the familiar triple use of the word what. <laughs> So to anyone who knows me or listens to me ramble or even read the above, uh, it won't be a secret that I've not been the biggest fan of the 13th Doctor's era. No, he hasn't. Uh, I went in unsure of there even being a female Doctor or how I'd ever feel about it. Suffice to say, by the time she'd crinkled her nose at not being allowed the blue lights and sirens in the police car in The Woman Who Fell to Earth, I was pretty much convinced the Doctor could definitely be a woman. How stupid of me to ever have doubted it. I'm still to this day, however, not convinced by Jodie's performance, but there have been moments throughout her tenure where a fantastic Doctor shone through what was, I believe, to be the biggest problem, some shoddy writing. Uh, I believe Chibnall to have been a one-hit wonder with Broadchurch Season 1 and convinced everyone he was better than he is. Ooh, these are fighting words. Uh, the breaking point for me remains the Doctor's reaction to Graham when he tries to address his fears over his cancer. Um... Uh, I know Chibnall has written about this in the latest Doctor Who magazine, but whilst I understand his reasoning, I felt it a mistake in this situation to apportion the inability to think of anything to say to the Doctor. Personally, I found it heartbreaking. I've never seen the Doctor turn any, uh, anyone in need away, and Graham needed her then. I remain disappointed that no one else ever got to show run for Jodie's Doctor, as I think with the right person at the steering wheel, she could have been incredible. But it's something we'll sadly never get to see. So for now, we'll have to leave it there and give some credit to Chibnall for what I thought was a superb closing line. From the Doctor's mention of the blossomiest blossom, Chibnall steals an idea 986, Dennis Potter 1984 interview, but I think even he was inspired by the daisiest daisy, the time monster, uh, to the passing on of the baton with Tag Yorit. I won't so much miss the 13th Doctor as miss what she could have been, but it's onward and hopefully upward for the future 14th and 15th. Another whole year to wait? What? 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 <laughs> Now, theories at the ready. Why exactly do the Doctor's clothes regenerate? <laughs> You've got to link this back to the very first regeneration back in 66 too. Um, well, we talked about the production reason why and Russell T. Davis's reasons why. Uh, but, yeah, I look, I think, who knows, it could be any, a, any kind of crazy, you know, maybe there was too much Archeron energy floating around, maybe because the Doctor was outside uh, and normally it blows the TARDIS apart and the TARDIS has to regenerate. And in this instance, it, you know, there was no TARDIS to bash around. <laughs> 
And may, maybe that's why the clothes often stay the same. Um, it could be something to do with the qua 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 energy. Uh, that could be something. You know, the doctor's never been zapped by a quarrunks before. Or, uh, you know, a different timeless child. Uh, but, yes, thank you so much, Matt, for your views. Um, I don't agree with all of them. I think uh, Jodie was a great, great performer. And, uh, you know, and I enjoyed the writing, I've got to say. I, I know you didn't like it, but I kind of... I really enjoyed the simplicity of it. I enjoyed that it wasn't... It wasn't kind of smugly trying to go, look how clever I'm being. It was just like, here's some straightforward adventure stories. Like, I know people don't love the Saranga conundrum with the pating, but I was like, I was mad for that episode. I'm like, there's a pregnant man. There's a little thing that eats everything. They're on Space Grey's Anatomy. Like, I just, I was mad for it. I loved it. Like, I loved the kind of the simple, straightforward adventures that we, you know, you didn't have have to have watched the last four years of Stephen Moffat adventures to understand what was going on. Um, and, you know, I loved a lot of what Moffat did, but a lot of it felt kind of very, look how clever I am. And I don't ever felt that feel that Chibnall kind of tried to ram, you know, how clever he was down our throats. It was just like, here's a fun story. Um Anyway, that's that's me uh, and Matt. We have differences of opinions, and that's fine. There's, there's places for everyone. As I said last week, uh, there are no gates to keep. We can all enjoy Doctor Who in the ways we want to. Um, speaking of gatekeeping, uh, there is a very hilarious post from James on the Adam Richard Has a Theory Facebook group that I'm going to get to uh, very shortly. Um, but... Feel free to head over there and reply to any of these messages. Matt's was an email, so you won't be able to reply to him directly. But, you know, if you've got any opinions and you want to uh, espouse them, feel free to jump on there. Uh, or you can leave messages uh, underneath uh, the episodes on patreon.com forward slash Adam Richard. There are many ways to get in contact. Or you can just send me an email, theory at adamrichard.com.au. I am happy to be contacted uh Anytime. Um, I might not respond straight away. I might respond to you out loud with my voice <laughs> rather than replying to the email, which happens. Um, there are a couple of other cute theories uh, online. Um, one of them, I do love this one, and I want everyone to be thinking about this, uh, is uh, Kendall gives me, who has given me some delightful hashtags. Hashtag, I have a confusion. <laughs> uh, I'm fully aware this is something that would have been discussed a couple of seasons ago, but I was getting ready for work this morning. Oops, should be working right now. And it suddenly hit me. If the Doctor is also the timeless child from another universe and a totally different species from the indigenous folk of Gallifrey, why do they share the two hearts thing? Coincidence, bioengineering, side effect of regeneration. Also, surely, surely there'd be more biological differences between the Shibogans and someone from outside the known universe. Uh, melting face emoji. That is interesting. Um, ooh, 
your thoughts, your theories, keep them coming. I want to hear them. Also, you can leave your messages at patreon.com forward slash Adam Richard. There are three tiers of Patreon membership you can join up for. Uh, for a dollar a month, you can avoid ads, get an entire week of podcasts in one hit. Um, that's if you're a theorizer. For $3 a month, you can become a theorist. Uh, you get the whole week. Plus, uh, there are some bonus episodes about Big Finish and various other things. And theoreticians, as well as the binge listen, they get bonus episodes at the moment about the comic strip, which soon will include the uh, incontinuity ones from Doctor Who magazine. Uh, that's $6 a month at patreon.com forward slash Adam Richard. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.